0: Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four year age, double pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry, and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick, respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. This is Alan Bishop, head alchemist at Spirits of French Lick. Our brand new bottled and bond Old Clifty Hoosier Apple Brandy is made from fresh pressed Michigan apple juice fermented for two weeks and double pot distilled. We mature this brandy in full size number two charred barrels to give a deep and rich color and flavor. Named after the historic distillery just north of Camelsburg, Indiana, Old Clifty Hoosier Apple Brandy captures the hearts of modern bourbon drinkers. Always remember, drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Yeah!
1: Podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys tonight we have Jacob uh, Seth's friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's my title actually. That's his friend. That's my last name actually. (laughs) Jacob Seth's friend. Yeah, (laughs) just like that. And and I myself, Tiny. uh, We are here tonight with a special podcast of Knob Creek, but we are tasting tonight the Barrel Room Scotchy Bourbon Boys Select, the first ever podcast of our podcast the first ever barrel pick of the scotchy bourbon boys that we did with uh carrie sullivan of the barrel room Uh, we split this pick uh our members have started getting the bottle uh but we are also in the process of saturday this saturday 10 a.m is the pickup for the canton area then i have to start to distribute the bottles throughout all over the place Uh, thank you everybody Everyone who has purchased these bottles uh uh tonight, we are on Facebook Live, so we will be monitoring. We'll be monitoring that as we go along. Oh, I, I almost I it. did it's it heat. perfect. I got to get that down. I love the echo. There we this go. So here we go. So we should be. Who has purchased I, these Nice. Oh, this happens again. I swear to God, I turned it down. There we go. Your phone just <laughs> wants to be heard today. Yeah, it's like, it's just part of the fuck ups that we have here on. It's kind of part of what goes around. We are trying we have Jonesy watching. Hey, say hi to Jonesy, but Hi Jonesy. (laughs) But we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com. Check it out for everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We're gonna be doing an update on the website real soon, which will include our Patreon barrel pick program for those people who want uh, to do some, you know, get be assured to be getting bottles from the barrel pick. There it will be a subscription for that, for future barrel picks. But this is our first ever, The Knob Creek, that we're doing tonight. We're also on all major podcast formats, and then also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So check us out on all those formats. And right now, once again, we've uh, Seth's friend and, my, and Tiny are going to be tasting... Uh, f- Five different. We have we actually four different expressions. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely kill you, but we have wait, five. Wait. <laughs> we have five total. One of the and we might do the last one as a, a, a we might do five because this is the 2022 uh, Knob Creek pick from Kentucky Bourbon Festival, the Distiller Rose series. I have not opened this. Now here we have, and I'll just show for Facebook people too. So that you could see that. I'm showing, and then I'll also show for both. But this is the Knob Creek pick. This is our pick, uh, the first ever pick. uh, And I'll give you some details when we get into it. One of the cool things about Knob Creek picks are that... uh, what you got, you know, as far as uh, it gives you all the details, it gives you the Rick house, it gives you the age, it gives you everything about it. And one of the you're about to see one of the cool things uh, about this pick because now behind me, I actually have last year's 2020. This one I'm not going to open. This is the first, uh, thanks to uh, El Presidente, Randy Pross.
2: I was like, the Mexican president gave that to you? (laughs) Yeah,
1: El President is Randy Press. And he is our president of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, but he's also the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, uh, the Kentucky Bourbon Festival uh, president. And I was able to go on my first ever barrel pick with Freddie No at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival uh, offices and do a barrel pick. And this was it. I drank the whole bottle. This will never be opened because it's special. It's the first pick I ever did. So it's kind of a cool thing, so it's back here. Hey, let's crack it. <laughs> but but wrong. we have this one. So, what we got in this order for for if everybody wants to know, the Knob Creek 100% uh if you want to know, uh it's made by Jim Beam. Uh right now the 100 proof a normal small batch is nine years old, okay? And um, they also have uh, 120-proof small batches, which are also nine years old. And then they have a single barrel select where they do the single barrels, and then they sell them, and those are 120-proof also, Hmm. okay? But their barrel pick program that they have. Uh, uh, one of the cool things I got is the glass from the barrel pick program. Everybody should be able to see that. Uh, it's really kind of cool. It's just like uh, the logo, oh, everything, an and that—that that was that's the glass you were drinking out of when you're doing the barrel pick. So myself, uh, Carrie, Roxy, uh, and. Uh, Carrie's friend, Sandy Noe, all went down to, uh, on June 9th, we went down to Jim Beam, took a tour. And then we got to select from three barrels in Warehouse K. We went to Warehouse K. They were there. We selected and picked from three barrels that had been hand-selected for us to pick from. Now, one of the reasons why it's great having Sandy Noe, as a part of uh, the—I the, we I really feel that those three barrels, uh, Freddie might have had a hand in, Fred might have had a hand in, and we had, we got to select from three really good barrels. Now, go ahead. I got to ask, did it, how did it smell in the warehouse? You've never smelled? Oh, my God. A, I'm going to bur- have to a take it— wareha- A bourbon warehouse? Oh, God, it's called—it's a rickhouse, and yeah. I've been in it like a thousand times. So when you go into the rickhouse, the smell— Is whiskey, the aging, but it's got that um, damp because the the most rickhouses aren't, or or even if they are weather controlled, there's a little bit of dampness because of the angel share that keeps escaping into the, so there's, Hmm. it's a moisture thing, but you can just smell that whiskey and that wood. And then... The rickhouses in Kansas City are wood. They're all. There's the whole. the whole, whole rickhouses wood. Now they do have some steel ones. Okay, and don't get me wrong. When I went down with uh, Ryan Lang uh, last Saturday, and we were thiefing at their warehouse, which is a metal regular warehouse. Okay, that and then they use giant circulating fans. Turning slowly to move the air, yeah. but uh you, it smelled fantastic too. But when you're in a wood rick house and all the barrels are aging, and some of the wood rick houses like at um, E.H. Taylor or Heaven Hill, they're from, you know, E.H. Taylor ones are from the, the 1800s. So you really get that aged wood, you know, smell out of it, yeah. you know. So that's really kind of a cool thing. When you're there, so you get to go to the r- the rickhouse, and even if it's a metal rickhouse, right? Yeah. The inside and the racking is what they build first before they build the structure around it, and that inside racking is all wood, and it's it's and it's designed okay. with um the plum they, they they drop the plum lines down to make sure that the that that the shifting of you know forty five thousand barrels because if you it's like once you stack them and everything, if it starts yeah. to get out of balance, you're you want to make sure that it's always in balance. If it starts mm-hmm. to go one way, that you can adjust it to go back another way. That's one of the things of how you do it. Mm-hmm. Now in uh, at Middle West they palletize, so they don't they don't have this rick system. They basically put four barrels standing up straight, not on their sides, because you get better wood um, volume uh, aging this yeah. way and. Uh, you basically put four on, and then you put put it on a pallet, you put the pallet down, then you put a four on and put the pallet on top of those four, up to, you know, and that's how you do it, that's yeah. how you do the palletized ones. But you have to have a pretty damn good uh, forklift stacker, that's for sure. I mean, you don't want a guy, the guy has to know what he's doing. Could I, knock over the whole yeah, damn Rick house.
2: I was just like looking at that, like the Rick house being like, man, if I just went in and just pushed one of those over, yeah, it'd be a
1: disaster very quickly. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to do
2: that. My dream, but a disaster for everybody yes.
1: else. Well, but but then I, just knowing that, I'll just have to get you into a Rick house because it's one of the good things about being on the podcast and with the podcast yeah. is when we go to different places. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I, Super Nash just said he's gonna come out with a cologne called Whiskey Rick House and he's ooh, going to get rich. I like that. Uh on my purchase alone.
2: I do I do love that like as soon as I said I'm gonna push over a barrel at Rick House, you're like, all right, let's take you to one.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: just let's go. Yep. Violent.
1: It would be a great whiskey. That would be a great short. Ooh, true, yeah. <laughs> So the first one we're going to taste, okay, this is, you can see, this is the older bottle style, style, and this was purchased um, in uh, 2020 at the party source. Kind of like at the point where I wasn't yet too, what would you say, I was, this is when we were just starting to go down and understand what's going on. Um, this is 120, and I've got to get the glasses on, because if I don't, this oh. could turn into the old
2: man's... I was about to re- say, you're an old man now, using reading yeah, glasses. Okay, so
1: this was um, Warehouse 1, Floor 3, and uh, Rick 23. Jesus, that's specific. It was, bare, it was distilled February 8th, 2011... And then it was barreled 7-7-2020. So this is like a nine and a half year. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go here with that. I'm going to take this off because it just looks like shit. I hate the way I look in the old man's glasses. But <laughs> there's a necessity for the the main
2: podcast. <laughs> I, I just like look at the, like I think about how some bourbon is nine years old. I'm like, fuck, you're, you're a granddaughter. is <laughs> not as old as that bourbon. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. Everything's working. I just had to make sure of that. And then... All right. So, I'm going to just kind of... With this, I'm going to try not kill you. I'm going to give you enough. Oh, well, I mean... You can try. <laughs> uh, as people have. Nah, well, <laughs> haven't succeeded yet. Exactly. And, damn... Hey. Fucking cheers to that. Oh, yep. Still alive. Let's and go. let uh, So that's the that one is uh, not, uh, like nine and a half years old. And... So when you, now, uh, these are taken and these are the barrels that are used to make Knob Creek, the nine-year Knob Creek and whatever. And, the, and one of the things that you know about uh, a bourbon, if it's got an age statement, and Knob Creek lost its age statement at yeah. one point uh, during, and now it's got it back. But the youngest bourbon in there is nine years old. Mm. There could be 10 and 11-year-old bourbon in there. But you can't. You gotta tell. You gotta have on the label what's the what's yeah. the youngest. I gotta ask. What's the oldest one here? I'm scared. The oldest one here. Yeah. It, well, I'm, that's the whole thing. I will inform you that I kind of as we go forward. Yeah. I, it's like okay. a surprise. <sighs> I'm scared.
2: You don't want smokiness with this one.
1: So, it's cool that you say that, because that's what Knob Creek is. Yeah. So I'm gonna go right here. <clears throat> <laughs> I really should put the fucking glasses back on. <laughs> all right. It's so much clearer. When the very first bottle of Nog Creek was released, its mission was to restore whiskey to the way it was meant to be. Patiently aged and full flavor. This commitment not only helped Nog Creek overturn all the soft, milder whiskeys on the market, it was also a major step towards making the small batch whiskey movement what it is today. We don't age our bourbon nine years and longer because we're required to. We do it because the extra time and effort are well worth it. Under the care of the seventh generation distillers, minutes become days and days become years and the years become bourbon. Refined enough to sip yet strong enough to carry a cocktail. We call it Knob Creek, okay? Mm -hmm. So, let's just see. Come on. There's one other part to this. Um yeah oh oh, there it was and then it went away there it is i had it right here um oh let's just see oh it was up here our whiskey oh come on i gotta go to home right there a no longer there was a place okay where other bourbon stop short, we push further to get full flavor, aging longer to soak up more complexities from the charred oak barrels. Then we bottle it at an uncompromising 100 proof, the way it was meant to be. Before corners cut corner cutters tried to make people forget what their true prohibition style bourbon tastes like. So the other aspect of what um, I was what I read is that it's aged in the 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 highest char on a barrel can have, Ooh. so it's it, which is a five. Okay, okay. it's it's beyond alligator. It Four is mm-hmm. in like alligator. This is like the alligator one, and it's just so the barrels are aged. You know, this is aged in a high char barrel. So one nice. of the things you got to know about Knob Creek also is this is uh, what would you say? This is designed to. This is a kick ass. This is a a bourbon with um power. It's not yeah. for the 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 heart. <laughs> right. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. It's not. And so what you're looking at is uh, with Knob Creek, you're looking at, you know, this is something that if you love whiskey, you're not you're you're not drinking it to as Alan Bishop would say to to have it be smooth. This is this is oh, yeah. fl- full True flavor. Yeah. This has a char. This is like mm-hmm. pushing what bourbon is, you know was and it's just overall what it tries to be is exactly what it is, you know. So
2: I'm just saying, like I love the smokiness, and
1: this may be heretical
2: say that's why I'm a Scotch man, but if the rest of it is like this, I will convert.
1: <laughs> well, what what I noticed, okay, this is this is the party source. This is nine and a half, this is from twenty twenty. And what I notice off this one, now a single barrel from a liquor store. Yeah. So especially during uh Covid. One of the things that was happening is that a lot of times the the, the stores would go down, mm-hmm. do the experience we did, go into the Rick House, pick your barrel, taste through barrels, buy your barrel, come out, have a dinner, go back. Okay, that's a barrel pick. Okay, but that. during Covid yeah. and for stores, what happened was was Jim Beam and uh, even Fred No and Freddie No were basically picking through barrels and sending the samples of the oh, barrels to the people which then they would taste through pick which one they want and then okay. they bottle it and send it up to the to the liquor store okay this is probably that process now what you're always trying to do with a single barrel especially with a store mm-hmm. not and a group even a group you want to find people who have pallets like yours because if you like the store pick of whatever, then you just start that store. That means the guy, people picking have a good yeah. palate that aligns with yours. So this one is very knob creekish. I mean, it's got it's right there. You can't not say there's a little bit of a. I need some cherry in that. Knob Creek is known for a little bit of that, oh. and then a little bit of a peanut taste on okay, the finish. Yeah. Yeah, I see now. Yeah. Not peanut, but peanut.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You knew that was going to come then, out. Uh, so on this one, let's take our, I'm going to take some water and rinse this out. Not fair enough. My favorite way of rinsing out is just
2: <laughs>
1: drinking Hydrating the water. Let's go. Uh, we had an extra water there. Now, this water here is just, this is designed to, to water down your bourbon. We'll do that really? in a little bit. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. So this next one, so that one was nine and a half years. This is the State Line Liquor Store. This actually is a liquor store right on the border. I, I, I want to say this oh. <laughs> Liquor Depot, State Line Liquor Depot, this this actually is on on, on uh, in Bardstown that we okay. stopped by, and this one, real quick, I'll get into this one. So now the first one was in Rickhouse One. This one's in Rickhouse One, and it's also, uh, floor five. The other one was floor three, and it is, uh, Rick four. Now this was. Distilled on May 24th, 2011, which uh, I believe is okay. And then <laughs> 12 years, that's actually my anniversary. Um, oh, really? I got, and then this was uh, bare or bottled 127.21. It was dumped 127.21. So we're still again. About s- five, let's see, five, seven months. So this was um, nine, nine years, seven months. Jesus Christ. So we'll hit this one. Now you're just trying to remember what the last one was like. That's the goal.
2: <clears throat> Towards the end, I was like picking up a lot of that cherry, and I was like, I ah, have time for the next one. Yep.
1: 'cause some t- some people don't like that cherry. it's kind of like cough medicine. It, it, some people like, refer to it as
2: cough medicine it's it, at first it was nice, but then like as I kept I, I could only fixate on that as I kept going. No, like, ah,
1: see now know. that is a very uh specific of uh what would you say that is really a thing of of uh barrel proof. Yeah. When you're talking about barrel proof. this isn't supposed to be a mass that 120 proof is high. Yeah. And it's not a mat, this is like with the char and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's this is for enjoying, relaxing. It's not for pounding. Yeah. I mean some people do, <laughs> but it's not what it's for. So this one
2: I'm going really uh, take my time with this one. Oh, I'm not getting much out of it other than the smoking right now.
1: And the peanut. The that that is the the that 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 finish on the back and that like a little bit of spice and a little bit of nut yeah that is a Jim Beam signature of their mash bill and yeast mm-hmm. and they do a lot to keep that yeast they don't do powdered yeast it's liquid yeast and it's a very mm-hmm. expensive pro- process to keep doing liquid yeast but they do it it's one thing that uh, they understand that they want to do that so that their product doesn't change hmm. <sighs> have they bred their own yeast they do all the time. That's neat. That yeast strain is the same yeast strain that they've been using forever. Oh. I can't. I want to say since Jacob in the 1700s. I think it's their yeast strain. Oh, wow. No shit. I could be not completely right on that, but at the same Somebody time. Somebody fact check now. <laughs> yeah, it happens. See,
2: that's why I learned about Seth is I have to fact check him at every turn. <laughs>
1: I, I, I said I wasn't sure, so I'm, you don't have to fact check me. I just kind of didn't know.
2: Mm.
1: Now, if I have to go between the two, I'm i I'm going with the party source. This has a little bit mo- more bitterness than the other one. Which one was this? <clears throat> Sorry. This one was the state line. It's a, 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 okay. another liquor store pick. But Party Source is a large uh, liquor store on the border of Kentucky and Ohio. Um, it's, you know, in Covington, in Covington, Kentucky, yeah. and they do a really good job. I like their picks. Everything that I picked out of there, uh, and this was in 2020, and I picked a lot of other stuff. So, I'll set this one
2: here. I mean, yeah, as I taste, I'm like getting a lot more of that peanut how do I feel
1: about that. Well, some people love it. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. And that's one of the things that they go through. So now this one here. Let's do it again. Let's put on the glasses and see what's looking what's happening. <laughs> All right. This one here. Um, monocle. it's called the Explorium Brew Pub. This was out of a uh, place out of Wisconsin. I was there last in 2021. And I picked this bottle up. But it was 10 2011 to 4 2021 So now we're, again, another nine and a half year. You know, because it was... But at the same time, this is Warehouse Z, Row 4, Tier 74. Now you're getting into what I actually... Your preferred? No, is that that's your used yeah. one? Oh, wait. Uh, nope, this is your new one, right? Yep, yeah, new yeah, one. We're good. So let's see how this one tastes. We'll taste this down the line. Man. It, just the,
2: comprehending the fact that I was in middle school when these were barreled really, really, no, really
1: makes me feel weird. No, just no. Once again, all of the barrels, all the stuff, all the barrels were distilled in 2011. 2020 this was 2021 yeah and this was in uh january this was oh that's interesting so like so just when they're taken out yes so this was 2020 and these two were this was 2021 early this was a little later 2021 yeah.
2: this one was really interesting when I first taste it, it's like it's very mild, and then it's as it leaves that it like the flavor actually pops in.
1: I like it. Yeah. Now, when you say mild or smooth, what you I want to do <laughs> uh, what you want to say is that there's an aspect of, of bourbon that is spicy. Yeah. So it would you the what I like to say when I try and say something smooth or mild that the spice uh isn't um forward it happens near the back palate mm. and that kind of gives people you know that this is the the spice of uh the rye that you're tasting cuz uh this is a high rye bourbon uh that's what uh Jim Beam is, yeah. you know, they're, I believe, I I, I know their are mash bill, but I'm not going to throw it out because I don't know it exactly, but I know it's 77% corn to start and whatnot. So that's what you're looking at. So this one is definitely not as spicy. Yeah. And it is, uh, which allows you to have more flavor, right? Yeah. I mean, like a hint of
2: chocolate in there too, which really surprised me and it's sweeter on the
1: front end. Yeah, that's where I was getting that mainly. You're getting a lot more caramel on the front end. So and then I get the I get the spice. I don't get as much of the peanut the peanut
2: I'm not I'm not
1: getting <laughs> I'm not getting it at all uh, this time actually. I just get it just a little maybe beginning of it. And then there's a little bit of wood tannins um in there from and the char, there's definitely still all three are pretty much flavor profile matching, mm-hmm. right? They all you know, they're all Knob Creek, yeah, but they're flavor profile matching
2: because, mm. like, I could it would take me a minute to uh tell those apart if I was just on my own, honestly. Like, not like if somebody had to point out to me, then it would be obvious, you know what I
1: mean? These two would be
2: rough. Yeah, yeah. This one? Not that one, yeah. That one was like, that one was a different
1: experience, I'll say. All right. So now, this is is the Scotchy Bourbon Boy, the Barrel Room Scotchy Bourbon Boy Select. I'll show you that bottle. I'm super excited about this. I opened this last night. Uh, You're going to have to let me know what you think. I'm scared. <laughs> you just um, we just went through um, this last one was a bar. These two were liquor stores, and now we're doing a group. Okay. Now, now this is a group. That's the right one. <laughs> give me a little bit more on that one because this is the one is this special. Yeah, this is the one. You this is the one. This is the first time we're going to give a good review of this bourbon. Okay. Uh, once again, we went down there. We did the whole thing. It was an amazing day. Uh, I can't wait to get Sandy know her bottle. All right. So instantly, if you notice the nose, and this is one thing that this particular bourbon, when we picked it, its huge strong point. The nose was exceptional, and this is. The other ones kind of have a little spiciness to them. They got a little ethanol. They got yeah. they got the Jim Beam profile, but this this nose is caramel. Mm. There's a lot more caramel in. I'm there. really bad at identifying caramel. I don't know why, but oh, I'm getting something. What are you it? getting? More sweetness?
2: It's something sweet. 100. percent I'm just trying. I'm just sitting here.
1: Maybe, I think I'm getting a little bit of vanilla, honestly. Well, there you go. Vanilla and caramel are the staples yeah. of big... But not... It, it's a lot sweeter on the nose than the other ones. Oh, yeah. All right. So now I'm scared. Sitting here, like, huffing alcohol feed's It's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> wow. Lots and lots of vanilla. Like... Compared to the other three, there's a lot more the finish is sweet. You get yeah. you, you get that vanilla finish.
2: It's interesting when it's like when all you can feel all the alcohol leave and it's just the flavor
1: afterwards. Now this is the same proof. Now, one of the things that I'm gonna say is that I have no idea what happened on these three picks. I don't know what barrel proof they picked. They all go out at 120. Mm-hmm. But what we picked. Our barrel that we picked was one twenty point two percent. So this is this is this. No, no, we this might have been one thirty and it's watered down. This might have been one twenty seven and it's watered down. It's got to go out at one twenty. But we we had this special barrel. Let's go, and I can go through it now with the old man, (laughs) the old man glasses. This will tell you this one, and I'm this is one unique. 11-10-2011 eleven ten 2011 so it's still 2011 it ha- it's you know and six nine 2022 gotcha. so this barrel is ten years and nine six six to eleven five so it's 10. Ten years, five months old. So the other ones were nine and a half. Yeah. This is ten and a half years old. And then it comes from Warehouse C, floor four, Rick 22. Almost the same place as the last one.
2: I can't get over how specific the placement is placed on the uh, bottles like that.
1: Yeah, they know where That's they're insane. pulling the barrels. Even yeah. the number on my box, uh, my my barrel number that we picked is wow. on the box. So that that one specifically. So we're looking at another year and a half onto this baby. Yeah. So you get to see what a year and a half does. No, now, honestly, it's like a, it's <laughs> night and day. And the like I said, I so far now I'm scared to do this year's Kentucky Bourbon Festival pick because oh, no. I I know the pick team. Oh, is that a good or bad thing? Well. The pick team on the on the, those barrels which I've been associated with are Fred. You're you're talking about the master distiller is yeah. on the pick team. Oh yeah, you're talking about the president of Kentucky Bourbon Festival. You're talking about Justin's, Justin from Justin Thompson from Justin's House of Bourbon. Wow, and, and both Justins I think were on this pick, and it's just a fun thing to do. But you're also being given, you know. Mm. What would you say? You're being given some of the best barrels because it's Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Yeah. So, having Sandy, you know, Fred and Freddie's mom and Fred's Fred's wife on it, you know, I'm sure that helped out too to get this level. But we'll see what happens when we. What if we just don't like that one? <laughs> all that, all that. We'll see. You'll you'll see. Now, one thing I got to tell you that that ten and a half years, but this one here is only this one is actually the first one 1018, 2012 to 8, 11, 2022. Interesting. So this is only nine years 10 this is still nine years and huh. two days and, and 10 months. So it's really kind of a cool thing, you know what what actually you know how this works. And once again, a single barrel, Is one specific barrel. And when you're doing single barrel picks and you're picking with Freddie No or whatever, you're picking with Sandy No, or you're buying those single barrel picks from a bar where they went down and did the same thing we did. And then here is a liquor store, which probably didn't send a team. They could have. I'm not saying they didn't. And they basically were able to do the pick, you know, from. You know, over you know through shipping, so that's a lot of a lot of different ways to do these picks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite happy comparatively. What, what do you, what do you think now? Give me an honest answer. If I, if I had to like rank them, mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> see it. Uh, it's hard for me to remember which one was which. The first one I remember it made the it made the first the best first impression just because then I had to compare it to the rest of them. But honestly, it made. Other than, no, this one, this one I would say is third, that one fourth. And I'm very torn between these two, honestly. And it's hard to compare them because, like, they're very different.
1: Yep. And that's, that's whiskey. <laughs> you know, and what I try, what when you're doing a barrel pick and you're trying to, now I was told this pick right here by some people that of all the barrel picks, in Kentucky Bourbon Festival, and you know, and I, I was on this pick um, for 2021. That this was the best bottle of all the bottles of Noted. all the different brands. Every people loved this bottle. <laughs> now I was just told that. <laughs> rumor has there. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's like a couple people mentioned that they really liked that bottle, and then yeah. the one, one uh, guy I know was like, it was the best bottle. I, I bought them all, and I enjoyed that one the best. So. Yeah. That kind of gives you, you know, but it's personal preference, like you said. Everyone's taste buds are different.
2: I will say, this is probably one of the first times that I've done an urban tasting with you that I'm like, whoa, these whiskeys are kind of kicking my ass.
1: (laughs) All right, so you want to do this last one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right, so we're going to open it, folks. So a wax seal is always kind of a cool thing, but... Also, highly convenient it seems. No, it's it's it, it, it. The bottle that I when I was there, I got to actually bottle my own nine year. Um, you know, I I I've, I've got it in there signed by Sandy. No, the couple of years ago when I went on the tour, I bottled my own. Yeah. So I've I've got so much Knob Creek. So this is oh, a yeah. good pod, podcast. You're gonna walk away with some Knob Creek. You know that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. 2022,
0: 2022
1: be- Kentucky Bourbon Festival. You should have told me that and like, and you win a free bottle of bourbon. <laughs> All right. So let's do that. Let's do this. Well, why was that necessary? Because um, what happens is when it's in the bottle for a little bit and it sits on your shelf, yeah. uh, it breathes into the, bo- the air. So oh, if you gotcha. pop that air out, let the air out, put the cap back in, and then mix up because that air that whatever it's breathing on there sits on the surface, right? Mm. So if you then shake it up, the surface then goes away. Yeah, but if sense. you leave that air in there, you don't cor- you know you don't pop it first and you leave the air in there, then all the air goes back in all the stuff that you know leached out what yeah. the the stuff you probably don't want. So now we're we should water. Good. Did you water? Um. No, not yet. Let's water. Shit. Scary. Mm -hmm. This is gonna see if I know what I'm doing. It's the (laughs) final boss of bourbons right now. (laughs) Uh, I I have not tasted this yet, folks, and you definitely have not tasted (laughs) this.
2: Are you kidding? These bottles probably make cost more than I uh, make in a year.
1: <laughs> okay, so this one we, we already did right? Um no. Yep. We did that. So it's this doesn't have the age that the Scotchy bourbon boys uh barrel room select or the barrel Room Scotchy bourbon boy select did. I'm getting
2: strong caramel from this
1: one. I do I do get a little caramel Hmm. on the nose. Let's see what happens. But the peanut is back. Oh, yeah. It's in full force this time. The caramel's there. I will say that I'll take that over those. Mm Because there's the sweetness of the caramel with the peanut. Hmm. So this has... This has, like a caramel sweetness where this has the not a vanilla sweetness. Yeah. This is a caramel sweetness, but this does not have that which I want to say the reason why it's the peanut but it also is uh, uh a wood tannin. There's like a certain amount of wood. It's delicious. I I it, yeah. it's it's wonderful. I do think that one went out for me though. Which one? Ah, uh, the second to last <laughs> one. Sleep. I don't know what the hell it's called. <laughs> you mean the Scotchy Bourbon Boys pick? Yeah, I would so have you to guys say. Got a good taste that. <laughs> it's this is good. Yeah. It's caramely. It picks up uh, if you were trying if you love caramel, opposed to vanilla. But yeah. there's a lot more wood tannins in this one, whereas the the Scott. But now once again, in all fairness, it is the I uh, I find that if you let it bottle after you open it, sit a couple days, yeah, uh, it can improve the bourbon and this this is all once again, they're all in the knob Creek range, yeah and uh, it's absolutely there's nothing here I would be like, Fuck you! I don't want to drink this. Yeah, right. You right. know, there's not not one. There, every one I've I've drank, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm it's, on. It's like which one of these is the best one hundred dollar bill? Now, yeah. So I got one one last story, I can tell to you about Knob Creek. Scared. <laughs> so when I was in my early thirties, this had to be about. Let's see. Thirty-two. I was working on, uh, working with a design company that got the Jim Beam account. Interesting, and I was not that much into Jim Beam. My dad was into Jack Daniels. Ooh, but family drama, right there. I was doing this artistic style. Of illustration where I yeah. took pictures of things and then using those pictures illustrated. So I illustrated a Nike shoe out of baseball players. Okay. So I used baseball players and I would cut and paste them in yeah. the, in the computer and I would then illustrate a shoe with that. Or one time I illustrated a skeleton out of skeleton keys. Ooh, that's fun! So there were little skeleton keys, big skeleton keys, and yeah. just was able to illustrate one. So I showed this style. I I, I illustrated the Easter Bunny out of jelly beans. That's, okay, yeah. I did an, a jelly bean illustration where I took jelly sure. beans and made it. You know what I mean? So uh, I showed this to the advertising agencies and design firms in Milwaukee. And uh, they thought that would be a good fit for Jim Beam. They they bought into the idea, and I illustrated a Knob Creek bottle wow. out of Knob Creek bottles. Wow! Really? Now it wasn't it, it it was you know like when you do it with a baseball player or jelly beans difficult. So when you got one bottle of Knob Creek. Yeah, it was kind of like difficult. But I did it. And, uh, but I actually got to keep the bottle for reference of Knob Creek. And that's what introduced me to Knob Creek. Now, I have to say, in defense of you at 23, yeah. uh, Holy shit. Knob Creek was like, I was used to 80 proof Jack Daniels. Knob Creek, even at the 100 proof that it was. Was like, whoa, that's that's harsh. You know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah, and that's at thirty. It had to be ninety six, and uh, yeah, thirty two years old. So I just want to say, cheers to you hey, for I'm way your ahead of, in my alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> no, in my it, bourbon tasting. Yes, in your tasting, and that's what this is about. Enjoying all. Look at just look around. The how many different bourbons and how many different things. You don't want to drink the whole bottle, but you want to taste and see all the different flavors. I'm telling you what's really exciting and what's coming up is you're looking at American whiskies um, starting to come through. You're looking at American single malts, which is a, which is America's version of scotch. Okay Ooh. because the, it's coming. 100% it's coming because the evolution of whiskey throughout you know Scotland yeah. and Ireland, that ha- that in some cases that's fourteen hundred years old, so you're looking at stuff that's fourteen hundred years old, and, and U.S. whiskey is only since the seven you know the the yeah. late seventeen hundreds. It did come over on the but U.S. whiskey started on the, it came over on the Mayflower. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you're still that's what sixteen hundreds. You know you're only looking at couple hundred years you know not not thousands of years so you know that's something that's coming up and it's kind of cool and i'm really excited about it but um i'm excited to bring you along because there's a shit ton of stuff coming our way
2: so i'm american scotch i'm about that
1: i'm patriot i love scotch (laughs) (laughs) and yes and we're not talking about peated scotch because we're not there's no there's not a lot of peat bogs here there are some But just know, it's going to be a scotch single malt. It's using barley. um, And then, you know, wheat whiskeys are coming and Mm -hmm. all different types of whiskeys. So that's really kind of cool. All right, everybody. um, You have anything to add before we get off the actual Um, just podcast? I love you all. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is uh, Seth's friend. This is Tiny. Uh, We're signing out, www.scotchyburbonboys.com. Remember uh, to check us out on all major podcast formats. Check us out on all social media. Uh, We're pretty much there. Things are happening for us. Uh, uh, Just a couple things that are in the the works. Uh, Just today I was talking to Denny Potter, who left who has recently with Jane Rowe left uh maker's mark and they're starting their new brand. So sometime, hopefully in February we'll have Denny on talking about his new brand. Uh, it's just like, we're going to have a cigar company who is going to be sending us some cigars to take, you know, and then also uh, we're working with trying to get moonshine university on Uh, which is an educational uh, company to help people in the industry get their bourbon education. So lots coming up. Uh, And then also, if you like uh, having Jacob... On the podcast, let us know, yeah, like, and we'll bring him on. We'll just keep bringing him on. If you guys and, bully
2: me enough, I'll come
1: back. <laughs> and, no, uh, I, it's not hard to get Jacob on. Yeah, hey, sure. Jacob, you want to taste some really good whiskey? Oh, yeah, wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could get, yes, it, it's just kind of like the other night he was uh, here for, my son had a Halloween party, I'm like, do you want... Mm. Want to go and check out some things downstairs? She's like, Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Sav. Have fun, party without me for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just remember uh, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, and uh, good bourbon equals good times and good fun. And we're going to have little Stevo take us out. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why.
1: Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. If we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die.
0: Hey Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.